Sounds kind of like we're at church. Welcome. My name is Brian Jump, and this is the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast, where we talk all things dent removal, tools, customer service marketing, and how to level up your business. We talk about family matters. We talk about bulldogs. A little baseball. We also talk about restorations. Why? Because that's what I do. How was that? Smooth? Um, holiday week. Coming off the holiday week. It's always nice. It's nice little, uh, nice little boost when you get get that short week. I mean, maybe some people would say, no, it sucks because they're trying to catch up. But I like it. I like having uh, four days instead of five. I wish work weeks were four days. I think we work too much. I don't think we play enough. I think we work too much. But what can I say? Because it's about us, not them. See? Anyway, what's going on, man? Hope you had a good holiday week and stayed out of trouble. Didn't imbibe too much, had some good food, spent time with friends, family, all the things that matter in life, right? Experiences. People think it's junk. It's not junk. It's about it's about experiences, about what you do. This is Pink Floyd, if you haven't figured it out already. Um, I figured they talked about how they named the band too. I, I, I got this Rolling Stone Special Edition magazine for the flight to Hawaii last week. And it was just the whole magazine was about Pink Floyd. It was interesting, I'll tell you that right now. Typical rock band, too many egos. One dude kind of lost his mind a little, which sucks. One of the founders, if not the founder, just, just kind of fell apart right at the beginning, right when they were starting to get big. Which sucks. Imagine you're, you're in a rock band and you're gonna become like one of the biggest, if not the biggest of your time and you can't keep your shit together. I mean, that's just sad. But, uh, I don't know. Kind of a weird way he did it. But, whatever. Brilliant musician, nonetheless. They, they think it was due to drugs. So, shocking, right? Rock band doing drugs? What? So, anyway. Enough of the uh, Pink Floyd anthology. Um, we had we came in just for a couple hours on uh, Labor Day. Still cleaning up the joint. Thank you to Hunt. Shout out to him for organizing some of our uh, workspaces out in the warehouse. When you run a business, a retail business, a body shop, a training facility, the cleaning is never done. It's just a scale of getting cleaner or getting dirtier. But you're never like hyper clean, like sterile. And you're sometimes ridiculously dirty. So we're definitely more on the cleaner end right now, which is good. I don't like the ridiculously dirty part because it's just a body shop is just inherently dirty. Sucks. And that's why I like PDR. If we had, I would do more dents and less pain if I could. Last week, we actually had quite a few dents. It was pretty good. 
if we were situated uh, in an area where we could pull more traffic in and just kind of sieve out, you know, use a filter and filter out the bodywork and, and cherry pick more of the dents, and then just the primo primo paint ones or paint and dents, not just straight up paint, that'd be nice. I mean, case in point, we had uh, yesterday when, or two days ago when I was here Monday, we had a gentleman with a motorhome come up. We we fixed some minor bodywork on what he rents them out. He's got like five of them. It's kind of like his uh, Turo, but he does this little motorhome thing. He does well. It's his income. It, it's a good good hustle, none, nonetheless, no doubt. But uh, this customer, you know, you always make sure people have insurance. And he took the side of this thing, probably about a 28-footer, up against the pole and shredded the fiberglass side paneling. So it's one thing to deal with paint, it's one thing to deal with dents, a whole other thing to deal with torn fiberglass. And, and nobody, if you've ever been into a body shop, if you ever work with fiberglass, I'm sure everybody on this, this listening to this podcast has repaired a surfboard at one time. No? Let me just tell you, dealing with fiberglass sucks. It just does. Fiberglass insulation, you ever done that? Okay, we're getting closer. You know, it gets in your skin and you got to rub your skin like with the grain to get the shit out. They're little gr- like glass needles. Sucks. You don't want to breathe it either. It's not really good for your lungs. Just saying. But uh, yeah, so the guy comes in and it's just like what we're talking about. You know, I should just push him away. And I know it's going to be an insurance job and I know it's probably two to three grand all day long. I could squeeze this lemon for some, some decent money. I could probably even get four grand out of it. But it's the time that we're going to have to camp out on it. So I'm going to probably have to push it away. Because we need to stay in our lane. We need to do what we do best. I have a backup painter. I'm going to ask him if he wants the job. but And that will probably be the way to go. I'm going to probably shove it off to Danny. Danny Jaguarez. Rock and roll hair, Danny. Dude's got hair for days. Locks of love, man. But anyway. So, yeah, we also had a guy with a Lexus come in. William, literally a pencil eraser dent right behind the driver's door handle. ES300 hybrid, maybe? I'm saying probably three months old. And I felt bad. I had to lie to the kid. After we were all done, I'm going to work backwards. After we're all said and done, he's paid. He's, he's satisfied. Um... I gave him two options, $200 to drill a hole in the jam, showed him the plug. It goes easy for me. If you don't mind a plug on the inside of your door, you know what? You're going to save yourself some money. Otherwise, it's $300, and I got to fish my way in another way without drilling a hole. And I didn't drill a hole. Uh, had a glass wind wing behind the regular window, those those back doors. It's tough to get back into that little corner. The door handle will be blocking. Not fun. You're either glue pulling for an hour or you put a tool on it for a half hour guess what I did so so he asked me the, the, the lie we're back to the lie and I, I don't normally lie but sometimes there's a reason to lie right the kid's probably 25 23 25 Brian is this an old person's car fuck yes Lexuses are almost all old person cars it's just they're the modern day Cadillac if you've been around the block a few times Cadillacs were the were the car and probably back in New York are still still the car but but now Lexus is kind of won over the senior car. They're they're nice, they're functional, they're comfortable, and they're sporty, but they're not a young person's car. An LFA, yeah, an LFA is a young person's car. What else? 
Maybe the RC. Other than that, yeah. You're driving a grandpa car, buddy. But I could, am I gonna tell him that? Yo, yeah, that's an old person's car. And thanks for the money, by the way. See ya. No, I gotta have him leaving here good. Are you kidding me? That thing's so sporty. Look how it sits. The nice angular grill. Looks mean. Just, just, uh, I don't like doing that. But I, I sometimes, yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. I've had to lie a little bit this month. But I won't get into it. Sometimes there's a reason to lie. That's a podcast episode on its own, right? Why you should lie. But anyway, $300 dent. And he asked me for a discount, of course, at the end. And I'm like, based on, I go, do you see anything? Can you find, he spent 10 minutes walking around that dent. That's amazing, Brian. That's, that is, you said that was flawless. It is flawless. And it was. It was flawless. A dent guy wouldn't see it. Took my time, had a real nice sharp tool on it, was able to pick out the depth. Cross check, reverse check, wide check, check, sound check, did it all. No, he wasn't going to see it. Luckily, tiny little nick from the doors that made it, that buffed out. So, yeah, he was amazed. So why would you ask for a discount? What's that based on? Oh, yeah, discount, of course. I need to give you a discount. You're not going to get a discount at Walmart. You're not going to get a discount at Caliber. So why, why are you asking me? Do I look like some ragamuffin? Did I not do the job all the way? Hey, I need a discount because I can still see it. Okay. All right. I see what you're saying there. I, I, I get it. It's a value proportional scale, right? But wait a minute. I delivered. I delivered on point. Perfection. And you're asking for a discount. It's like, do you see how that doesn't add up? The discount option was when you allowed me to drill a hole. Now that's gone because the dent's done. So anyway, we're going to talk a little bit about how to avoid discounts. And then we're also going to talk about right now, options for a new tech. You're a brand new tech. You're a noob. You're a little blossom. You're a little tadpole in the water of frogs. Get ready to exit the lake, grow your legs, and get out there and start making some freaking frog money. So what are your options? You got a few doors you can go through, young man, young soldier. So what can you do? You could do retail, assuming that you have the skills. So retail, you've got the biggest market on the planet. There's more retail customers than there is wholesale. Maybe debatable, but I don't think so. I'm pretty confident the populace is bigger than the B to B, to B not the B to C. The C beats the B, even though B's before C. You know where I'm going with this? I don't either. So retail, option number one. Number two, a hybrid of retail and wholesale. And then three, wheresale. Wholesale meaning uh, business to business, not a consumer. The consumer is not a business. So it could be a wholesale dealer. It could be a dealer. Wholesale dealer is a non-franchise dealer, by the way, if you've ever heard of that. Um, body shops, detailers are, are businesses. They're not end users. Uh, service centers. Dent warranty, whole, uh, dent warranty companies, on and on and on. The list is long. I'm not going to go through it. We've done it. And then, of course, hail. Those are pretty much the main, the main segments that you can pick. And you could do. You, there's no rule that says you can, you have to only do one. You know, you can mix and match. You can combine. 
You can add to subtract, do whatever makes sense. You know, during the, the hail season, I'm going to do hail. During the off season, I'm going to do retail. All right, great. A lot of guys do that. I did that a few seasons. It's smart. You should be going where the big margins are if you can. And you, especially if you don't have to travel and or you don't have kids, family, blah, blah, blah. Right? All that. Part-time, full-time, that's another question you might be asking yourself. Hey, you know, I'm a student. I can only work part-time. I'm retired. I only want to do this part-time. I have goiter or something. I have bad athlete's foot. I only want to push a dent a day. I don't know. Whatever. So these are all options. These are questions that a new tadpole tech coming out of the lake, coming out of the pond has to ask. Has to answer himself. So consider that. You have all these options. Now, what I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about combining, combo, combo platter. You want just a taco a la carte or would you like rice and beans? Maybe a salad, some guac. You do the same with PDR. You can do a PDR a la carte or you can add some beans and rice. And what are the beans and rice options? Well, let me tell you, Bill. Just and this, this is not a complete list. This is just, I'm just trying to spur the juices, I'm trying to get those creative neurons firing so here we go bumpers yeah a lot of profit in bumpers how about ppf paint protection film yes it's a hot item right now what kind of customers want ppf customers who have money how many people with the 84 celica are looking for ppf not too many how about a 95 uh ford expedition did they make them in, i think they made start making them in 99 99 Ford Expedition. Is he going to want PPF? Probably not. So you're going after people with newer cars or new cars. And if they have new cars, they, by design, have what? Money. Yeah, you don't get a new car without cash, right? You got some discretionary funds of some sort. Maybe you're a payment guy. Maybe you're a lease gal. But you've got some money somewhere. All right, so PPF is strong. How about spot repair? Huh? There's money in it. You'll always be busy. Always, there's never a shortage of spot repair work. Okay, spot repair means small body work, okay? How about touch-up? For touch-up, I recommend that you don't do it on the retail end because people on the retail end expect it perfect. Wholesale, for the most part, know what they're getting. Shit, but they're good with it because they don't want to pay to spot in panels or airbrush and polish and blah, blah, blah. Micro spot repairs, fuck that. It, it just doesn't work that much. And yes, I'll throw it out there again. If anybody can come up with a better way of touch-up, that actually produces near factory results. Give me that idea and we'll run with it and we'll become billionaires. Yeah, that's billionaire with a B. Um, what else? Interior repair. Leather, vinyl, velour, carpet. Yep. There's quite a bit of it out there. It It's mostly on the wholesale end, just FYI. So if you want to add interior to your mix with your PDR business, you're going to probably be doing a lot. You can do retail... But very few people, it's a narrow niche, okay, for a lot of reasons. Tint. Tint's a good one, especially if you live in an area where the sun's intense, the south. The south, window tint business is always rocking, 24-7, 365. Wheels, not accessorizing wheels, like wheel, wheel uh, you know, upgrades, but wheel painting or wheel repair. Uh, paint correction, taking out scratches and damage to paint. That's typically in an area where they get a lot of weather. So not so much in the in the south southwest, maybe in the southeast, but 
the weather's pretty mild in California. We don't get a lot of paint correction work. If people go off road into the desert and stuff, yeah, paint correction. Ceramic, ceramic paint, paint sealing or paint applications. A lot of money in ceramic. It's a good business. It's a really good business. You don't even, you could even just just market it, and your customers that come in, you could just farm it off to a service. Which yes, we we do it in house and farm it out. We farm in, we farm out. Uh, wheel color. I, I did mention wheels, but I meant more repair. And then of course wheel color change, like blacking them out, going white, going uh, bronzy gold. There's all kinds of kinds of options. Same with caliper colors. Caliper coloring is 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 red hot, and it's usually with people. Once again, people with that 99 Ford Expedition are not going to be coloring their calipers. Probably. Okay, it's going to be your newer, higher dollar cars. So therefore, they can afford to spend four or five, six hundred dollars on calipers. You could add the logos. You could do add Brembo. You could do the the customer's uh, the car model, like Rover. We did we did Rover on a Rover once. We asked him, Hey, would you like Brembo or Rover? I mean, I could have put his name on there, Billy. You know, but wouldn't look too good if he's selling the car. Hey, what kind of brakes are Billy? Um. Why do I always say Billy, by the way? Why don't I say never the name? Like Bobby. Maybe we'll, I'm going to switch, officially switch to Bobby. Um, what else? Trim blackout. Super, super popular. Why the car manufacturers in, in ad hoc and in whole haven't figured out that people don't want chrome. Chrome is out. It's been out for a while. On certain cars, it doesn't look bad. Like on classics. Old, old cars. But newer model cars, people want black. They want black window trims. They want black window seals. They don't want any freaking chrome moldings. So maybe like a brushed aluminum, you know, skid plate on the top of a bumper near the lift gate so it doesn't scratch the bumper. Yeah, they don't mind that, but they don't want chrome around their windows. So all the Teslas who are still freaking making chrome, they still don't listen to their customers. That's a big business. There's a company out here that's all they do. They just accessorize Teslas, including, including doing blackouts. And that guy kills it. He's doing real well. Just think about it. How could you service just one make of car? I used to joke about that when students, I still do, when students come in and they can only push one kind of dent, I, I say, yeah, you know, as long as you're just doing, you know, aluminum BMWs, you're going to make a killing because they were doing really well on the aluminum BMW panels. But in all seriousness, yeah, you could just service Teslas um, doing like the full gamut of services, right? Uh, headlight renewal. This one, I, it, out of all my whole list, is probably my least favorite just because it doesn't pay that well and it's usually on older cars. So now we're getting away from the, the ideal avatar and we're going for the, the cheap avatar. Is that really a good strategy? No. No, it's not. Because they're going to want perfection. Everybody does. We all want things nice. But they're going to want it on a dime. Not a good mix. Okay, how about body color changes like wraps? A lot of work. But a lot of money. Now, unfortunately, this is new and old. A lot of Tesla guys like to change their colors because there's only so many color options from the factory. So it's very popular out here, at least on the West Coast, and I'm sure other places to change the the, the color of to, you know using vinyl. Um, the downside: it's a lot of work. It's usually a couple of days. Um, the vinyl's not cheap, but you can make yourself several thousand if you uh, set it up right. I recommend you don't do jams. Jams are a pain in the ass. Door jams, that kind of thing. Quarter jams, that that deal. Interior jams, the lift gate trunk. Oof, a lot of work. 
lot of work. Um, and then it's temporary. That's another thing, too. It only lasts typically a couple years. If people wash it, take care of it, keep it out of the sun, you know, garage it, you might be able to get more years out of it. We just had a girl, Jenna, with her bronze Tesla, which I'm not a big fan. When she got her car, I don't know why she got dark blue, but it's not a very nice car. Color. The car is nice. She got one of the first Model S's. I think she might have bought it used and probably got a good deal on it. So she was flexible on the color. And when, with a car for a woman, and I'm being sexist, but I just think color is more important to women than it is men. But I, I could be wrong. But anyway, yeah, color changing, something to think about. Body kits, I mean, there are certain cars that you can do subtle body kits on. And it might just be skirts, it might be a lip on a spoiler. People love to do that with their Teslas with the little, little uh, carbon fiber lip on the back. Just subtle. We're not talking like Japanese anime, you know, ridiculousness with the four foot long extended splitter on the front, the 12 foot high. Have you guys seen those guys? There's, there's got to be a name for it, but it's accessorizing like, uh, like what do you call it, uh, JDM cars in Japan, but they're, they're making them just look like, like cartoons. It's pretty funny, but it's not my thing. But what is, right? So body kits, we used to do that for a couple Dodge stores for the Neons and the Rams and all kinds of kits that that the dealer would actually sell, we'd install and then, then sell back to them for a little bit more money. Um, it was a lot of work, but just spurring the juices right now. And then lastly, detail. I don't like detailing. I, it's a low profit margin business. The only reason I bring this up and that I kind of like it is because it's steady work. When you get a dent customer, they're not gonna come in on a schedule once a month. If they do, they got some serious problems. Yeah, you might, the lifetime cycle of your of your dent customer might, you might get two or three visits out of them, maybe five or six, but they're not coming in every month, right? A detail customer is, so that has value. That, that LTV is strong with detail. And you could even do that on ceramic too. Something to think about. So, that's, that's something I like I like in our business is, is detailing. Um, I like it in the sense of the repetitiveness. I don't like the actual work. So if you do do some detail, maybe just super high end, super high dollar, you don't do washes, you know, you only just cherry pick your customers and they're always, I don't know, let's say they're $300 a visit and you do them every three months or something or once a month. Then you have the opportunity to upsell and cross sell the rest of the services on our list. Okay, so, so there's detail. It, and that's the only, like I said, aside from the, the frequency uh, attraction, nothing else about detail really, uh, I don't know. It's just a pain in the ass in other words. So there you go. There's all the things you can do at, as a PDR tech if you want to you know, spruce up the sauce, if you want to spice up life, add more profits, if you need it. If you're on a busy boulevard and you got 50,000 cars going by a day, you don't need it. You shouldn't need it. You should have plenty of dent customers. AKA Jeff at Beach Cities and, and others. I bet you Manny has a lot of, a lot of customers too up in North, North County. Maybe not, I don't know. All right, so how do you avoid a retail client asking for a discount? What's the, what's the formula? What's the, the framework 
for not having people. It's not good English, but I don't care. English is not my first language. Babbling is. How do you avoid customers asking for some, a cheaper price? Like William yesterday with his, Le two days ago with the Lexus. Number one, use software for the estimates. Mobile Tech RX or Recon Pro, Dentmate, whatever, whatever your chosen flavor is. So when you hit software, all the, re all the more reason they're thinking, okay, this guy is using an industry standard price. So that's number one. Number two, look the part. If you look respectable, you have the first step in getting respect. If you're wearing jorts and high socks, you know, high athletic 70s socks with some holy tennis shoes, some Vans, and a beat up t-shirt that has Dolly Parton concert picture on it or something, you're probably not gonna get, you're gonna get some laughs, but you're not gonna probably get some good money, you know? And the funny thing is, I mean, you dress like that, you look like you probably belong on the stage at a Chili, chili Pepper concert. You look like one of the boys. But outside of being a, a musician, you're not gonna get a lot of respect if you're serving the, the serving the uh, general populace. If you're wealthy and you're walking around, you're gonna go get uh, lunch, yeah, you probably look pretty cool. You know what, I wear weird looking clothes and I don't give a shit, because I got F you money. All right, then at that point, no problem. Until then, yeah, gotta work your way up. I guarantee the people who got the F you money on their way up, didn't dress like that. Jorts were not in the repertoire of servicing customers. And I'm not hating on jorts, man. Rock those jorts if you got them. Just not Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. Okay, how about a nice image pretty much on all touch points? Every part extension of your business. If you have a shop, it needs to look on point. If you have a vehicle, it needs to look on point. Your tools on point. If you use paper invoices, point. Etc., etc., etc. Dot, dot, hyphen. Get it? You need to look like you got your shit together. If they see any cracks in the armor, they're going to try to exploit, they being the customer. And then lastly, social media. If they are pre-sold, they rarely ask for a discount because they trust they're already getting value inherently. Hey, I saw you on Yelp. I saw you on YouTube. I saw you on Google. I read your reviews. People read my reviews and they come in. I just, I close one eye and, and just, I'm half asleep at that point because I know this thing's done. It's done. If they come in and they don't know, I had a customer come in the other day. He says, I read your reviews. I'm ready to get this done. Here's my keys. All right, great. You don't want to talk price? I know you'll be fair to me. He's right. Of course I will. The guy's sharp. I'm not gonna, I don't get all these reviews by, by getting over on people. I'm not going to bang somebody over the head on a car. It's funny how most people don't get that. They got to ask for price. And a lot of people can afford it. So why are they asking for price? Because they're just not really thinking it through. This guy's got a five rating. Is is he really gonna gonna treat me wrong? Take advantage? Yeah, that bumper's four thousand dollars. No, of course not. And why that guy was here? Another uh, customer who's been with me three or four times came in, and even though he didn't know this guy, said he read my reviews. The guy immediately started selling for me. Hey, you're at the right place. This guy takes care of people. He does great work and it's affordable. Blah blah blah. It's like yeah, I appreciate that. I've already done a lot of research. I got all that, that, that data, but thank you. 
It was good. Why not? Pile on, buddy. I appreciate it. So social media. Now, what if they come to you and they haven't seen your social media? Push it on them. But push it in, a, in a, the sense that it's a closed loop. What is a closed loop, Brian? A closed loop is a circle. You send them a link, make sure they can't get out of that link. In other words, it's not going to show your competitors' ads or your competitors' videos or reviews or whatever. Host it on your own site, a video that doesn't have any other links out. They see it, they read the reviews, whatever, and they come back to you. There's no exit. They're locked in that building. It's the Review Insane Asylum. You get what I'm saying? Close loop. Don't send them just to YouTube. Say, hey, yeah, search me on YouTube. Fuck, that's so fucking lazy. But if they see your social media and you don't have a ton of face tats and... I mean, AK, AK Miracle, Benny's son, great guy, good tech, does a lot of wholesale work, retail, I don't know, man, dude's got face tats everywhere, but what am I supposed to say? I think he went to Desert Storm or Desert Shield, dude's seen some shit, it's a good guy, you know, but it might be a little harder for him to get, get high dollar retail in certain areas, just, I'm just saying, because he's inked up on his cheeks and shit, right? It's tough, people judge. It's the world, man. So anyway, social media, there it is. That's the last one. So that's how you try to reduce the request for discounts. So what, there it is, guys. Once again, almost 30 minutes of value. Okay, hope you got something in it. I'm going to try to get uh, get a tech on here for uh, an interview, a little ch chitty chatty bang, bang bang, talk some dance, talk some life, and just to give you guys a new, new perspective. So... So look for that. We should hopefully have a, a dent hoe coming on here in a few more days. I'll see if I can't reach out and put a put a, a hook in the line, see if I can't get a PDR fish. All right? I appreciate you guys, man. Have yourself a great Wednesday. It's hump day, and I'll catch you on the new next time on the new SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. Bye-bye for now.